Today we're talking about why it's time to release all that pent-up emotion. Did you just want to turn this off because I said the word emotion? I know. That used to be me. I used to just be a super high achiever who would just force my way no matter how I was feeling. I had things to get done, right? Put that stuff on the side. Similarly, just as being a mom who taught my children what I learned, which is quiet down. We don't have time for tantrums. Are you done? Cut it out. You want something to cry about? And learning now that they were just boxing and bottling that all up and it eventually explodes later and in the later parts of their life. And as I have seeing this in my own children, especially my teens, and with my own journey, we all need to challenge ourselves to begin feeling again. Because if we don't, these feelings must go somewhere. And where do they go? They go into the body and they shut us down. So you want to be successful? You want to be a more high achiever? You want to be more productive and have more prosperity and peace in your life? It all comes down to releasing emotion, believe it or not. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about. And before we do, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about The Vessel, my program. I'm so excited. We already have a few people signed up. And if you haven't heard, I am doing an eight-week guided group coaching experience. And so I just want to take a sec to talk about it. You know, that next level that exists where there are greater levels of abundance and success can come with greater ease. You're like, I'm so tired of trying it all. I'm so sick of all the books and all the classes and I've already done all the personal development. And yeah, I'm having success, success, but nothing is really fulfilling me to the level that I'm wanting. And even if you have had success and you're wondering like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, um, there is nothing, okay? There is nothing that is helping you transform for good. You know, and you might be saying like, I already know that I need to do the inner work, sis. Like, I already know, Ui. I know that, but it's overwhelming. I don't have time. I, I have a business to run. I don't have time to deal with this. I have like three gigs I got to do, and I got three kids I got to take care of. Like, I know, and I see you, and I have been where you are. Maybe you're thinking, how can I move into abundance and wealth When I barely have enough time and resources for today. I had someone tell me yesterday like, oh, I listened to this podcast and this podcast and I got through most of it and then I had things that I have to do. So like I totally, when I say I'm appreciative, when you listen in, I get it. Mama five over here. That's exactly how I know this is for you. Because like I mentioned earlier, the truth is there is not one of us who hasn't or isn't going through it. Healing work isn't about fixing. We really have overcomplicated all of it. We have overcomplicated the path to healing by looking outside of ourselves for answers. It is time to pour love over the parts of yourself that haven't felt safe because that's what it comes down to. So you can become the vessel for the life that wants to be lived through you 
And that includes making the income that you know you really desire so you can make a difference in the world. And that includes doing it in a way that you are called to. That means being able to work less, yet make a bigger impact in the work that you do. It also means having a higher level of self-trust. Being able to show up online if that's what you want and do it with authenticity and excitement and who you are because you finally embody who you were created to be. And nothing can hold you back anymore. So I invite you, if that is you, come to beyondthereef.com slash the vessel. There is a space for you. There is a seat for you at the table. You just have to say yes. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. Are you an ambitious, goal-getting woman yet often feel depleted, sometimes even numb? Are you chasing success yet deeply desiring significance? Do you feel you're walking a tightrope of too much or not enough? From a young age, success meant safety, so I always achieved, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be and I couldn't stop running. I feared one day if I stopped, it would all fall apart. Spoiler, it all fell apart anyway. In my darkest space, I went inward. I found the truth, my truth. I got to meet myself for the first time, to let go of shame and heal so I could help others in a deeper way. Imagine if you were able to unlock abundance from within, that it was no longer dependent on just what you do, but how you amplify who you already are through magnetic embodiment, emotional mastery, tapping into your intuition, and reclamation of pleasure. Oh yeah, we're going there. You're about to go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you stuck. It's time to awaken the mana within so we can go beyond the reef. Oh my gosh, you're so emotional. Ugh, she's so emotional. They are so, why are you being so emotional? I am not an emotional person. And we say these things as if it is a good thing that you are not an emotional person or you feel bad that you are an emotional person. There's a couple of things that I want to talk about why it's important for us to release this pent-up emotion. And when we talk about release, you know, I think that we have this idea in our head that there's going to be this, I just release what doesn't serve me in one fell swoop. But truly, the work of unbottling emotions, especially as we've had a lifetime of swallowing them, of stuffing them down, of going around them, of not wanting to look at them, shaming them, putting them in the closet, and it comes in micro movements. It comes in intentional daily practice. And it doesn't have to be so arduous and oh gosh, I'm releasing my emotions, but little practices that you can do. Let's talk about why though. Okay, so I'm going to be very open and vulnerable with you from a mama perspective. So I have five children and by no way am I an expert, but I'll share with you one of the challenges that has been coming up in our household as we have been moving into the teenage years. And so what I was taught by the women in my family and how we, you know, exist is 
yes, you can, you know, stop the baby from crying, right? Make sure you can meet the needs. And when they become toddlers, don't let them throw fits. Do not let your toddlers throw fits. So shame. Make the baby stop crying, right? Like I want you to start to see where you are in this story. I don't know if that's your, but typically, especially in Hawaii, this is how I've seen majority of the people I know we talk about it we laugh about it like oh you acting up or oh you being naughty or whatever when a child is expressing emotions we don't have the capacity I believe to deal with that because as adults we were never taught to be in relation to our emotions we were taught to control it much like we were taught to control the child and I wish that I had worked I had I had known about all the things that I know now but it's okay you know so I just used to pride myself on like I could stop a tantrum like that no matter where it was are you done are you done I was so forceful and so controlling with the tantrums and uh, I allowed them to cry when they were sad or if they got hurt but I also didn't give the space I believe now when I look back that was truly required for them to process this. So fast forward to now having these preteens and teens, there are big emotional outbursts that happen, right? So there's not this oh, cry, like cry and you know whining, but it comes in the form of attitude and outbursts and not understanding how to be in relation with emotions. And then when the big emotions and the power struggles come, the big tears come, the big outbursts come, and it really points me in the direction. Not only do I see this with you know, coaching and women, but also your children. Our children are our biggest mirrors to like, we were taught and we told them to a certain extent for so many years that it wasn't safe for them to show what they were truly feeling and we thought it was silly and we didn't give them the space required so as us as adults we also don't have the capacity in the space required because we think something bad's going to happen we're not worthy of the time all of these things are all interconnected but like many of you that stops with me the rewiring of that ends with my children as I have learned to reparent myself I am in a phase of reparenting I am looking for parenting classes yes I am a mentor I don't know it all right like it's time for me to reparent that for my own children as i realize like this is not working we would spank our children you know like most polynesian households oh but they're fine and whatever and i don't know honestly like i'm not here to say what is right or wrong or good or bad for anybody else i would never that's why i never could imagine myself being a giving parent parent advice the only advice I ever give when it comes to parenting is don't judge because it'll happen to you and make sure you, you take a nap when your baby takes a nap and that's like the extent forever 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 I don't give parenting advice what I am sharing now though is well two parts my older daughter 
had I remember we had a car ride a couple of years ago when I was really diving into my unraveling and, and inner work and she had shared with me she's like oh I don't I don't like when they cry like she was talking about girls in school and eh, you know like, cry and like I'm not I don't cry and I was like why why do you think crying is a bad thing you know I, I really was taken aback and she's like oh, so silly you know like she really was shaming this girl I guess that was in her class or whatnot for being so emotional and I had to pause and I was like says where where do you get that from and then when she looked at me and I just said I'm so sorry if I taught you that crying was not a good thing I said I cry a lot sis and she's like well I don't like to cry and then it was a big moment for me where I realized I didn't make it safe for my child to express that emotion and I had to truly truly apologize and now um, there's been a lot of growth since then and that's to the extent that I feel like I will share today with my son who is also in his teenage years now, I, as a boy, right, I don't think I ever said, like, don't cry, but I didn't let him be angry very often. I was like, stop being so mad. Why are you so mad? When realizing that I was shaming anger as a bad emotion. So try to imagine this for yourself. Do you think it's wrong and bad and dark to be angry, let's do anything we can to make you less angry. Instead of saying, how are we in relation to this anger and where is this anger stemming from and what's the reality behind this anger and what is it pointing us to? You might be like, I don't have time for that. Trust me, this is the most important thing that we can do for our children is to give them the voice to what is behind that emotion. When we stop being emotional, there is a whole spiral, a lifetime of spiraling out of disconnection and we start to shove it down and we start to avoid, but the body keeps score of all of it. Trying to control our emotions rather than being in relation to them, it it looks like people pleasing, it looks like binge eating it looks like overspending it looks like spending time in places with people that you don't really want to but you're just disconnected you know you're trying to manage in other ways and fill these voids in other ways because we're never given the space and the time to process this it's time to look at why you shame yourself for so much emotion i do know after sitting with women it feels like you're going to be swallowed up by an ocean but I'm fine I did a post about this the other day and just sharing my perspective but on the podcast a little deeper we say well I know what happened to me but I mean I turned out fine and that word fine is feels like nails on a chalkboard because yeah that's cool we can be fine but that is the same as being in survival mode right like fine Fine is just this really neutral place. When we learn to be in relation with our emotions and not shame them for being good, bad, right, wrong, light, dark, realizing that when we go to the depths of the pain, the sorrow, the sadness, the anger, the frustration, wow, are we just cracked open? So when the joy and the pleasure and the fun and the absolute just 
best part of life comes, we can feel the magnitude of that. It's hard to communicate this because I am not trying to convince you. I can't. You, this is for you to experience and for you to explore. When we run away from the dark emotions, we feel less. When we tell ourselves it's not appropriate for me to express anger and rage and have these raw human experiences, it literally stays stuck in the body. That dis-ease and that leads to so many health problems, gut issues, dis-ease, weight gain, hip problems, back pain. When I was getting my uhi work done on my back and if you've seen a picture of my back on my spine people are like oh did your leg hurt did your arm like my back who probably one of the most painful body experiences ever and the artist was saying how especially for women with each tap i could feel all the suppressed emotions and it was painful it's so hard to communicate with the analytical mind to the analytical mind without realizing that this is truly a somatic experience but I remember just feeling in anguish and I couldn't even breathe and I had to stop them when I had to apologize I was like I can't I can't take it anymore like I've had babies naturally you know I've had c-section I've gone through like physical pain I've had car accidents but nothing like tapping and remembering all the pain that I had suppressed for an entire lifetime when I kind of sat through and it was like the only way this was um my arpawi his his wahine who I really really would love to come on the show she's like you know says sometimes the only way through it is through it and you are the only one that can get you there and I, and I gift that word and that mana'o to you today because whatever you're going through, it's you that are going to bring yourself through it. I don't know what book, you know, I'm, I'm grateful you're here listening to a podcast and everybody, like there are things that have been sitting in your field. I feel this for those of you that are listening, sitting in your field for far too long that are absolutely killing your crops. It's this feel, the feeling of abundance. It's it's so beyond. It's so beyond the material aspect. The feeling of abundance is being able to let life permeate every aspect of your day. It is meant to feel so good. It is meant to feel alive, where every cell is vibrating, and that is what our true nature, as women especially, is. It's our birthright. And so learning to a lifetime of self-abandonment, learning a lifetime of bypassing is so damaging. It will come out eventually. But you can take yourself through this and heal your own lineage. You are carrying within your womb a lot of what the people in your family carried but if this is your work you know whether it's 
now, whether it's in a year, whether it's in 10 years. Emotions are the most incredible teachers and they point us in the direction of what our hearts truly want. And when we start to feel things like fear, fear literally is just sitting right next to the thing that you truly desire. When you feel anger, it's because it's sitting right next to the thing that you truly want to love and protect and a boundary has been crossed and it points you in the direction of what your soul really wants. So if I haven't shared and this didn't, you know, invite you and you're like, okay, I got pent up emotion, like, uh, what do you want me to do with it, sis? I'm just going to take it slow, (laughs) okay? This is not meant to overwhelm you, but it is meant to turn you into... a a little practice to get it started and if you're already in the work continue on just start with little micro releases right it's not one fell soup of i release so it doesn't serve me okay got it so nice to to say (laughs) what does that look like in daily action journaling journaling without filter without form drawing photo drawing pictures you know like taking photos of your life and making the most raw art like you used to just scribble scrabble i'm so here for the new journals where like here are three things you say for this la, la, la. i'm honestly so bored of those i'm just like give me a napkin and i will take a permanent marker and i'll just staple it like whatever you want to do to bring out the most creative play in your journaling to me that's really potent medicine Speak truthfully. (sighs) This is so hard for so many of us, right? When we have been told someone else knows better. Someone else doesn't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. Where did you get that from? How do you know? Mm. Speak truthfully. When you know it is not your intent to hurt another, it is really time for the world to hear your voice. We hide so much of ourselves and this creates these traps in the body and it creates these deep shadows that we continue to shame and hold on to. But if we are brave, micro steps being brave without apologizing for every bold step that we make, we learn to trust our voice. And I say that with so much love because within you is so much magic and I'll just leave it at that breath work next one this is one of the most powerful ways to move stagnant energy in the body and release painful emotions if you haven't taken a kundalini yoga class you don't even have to take a formal yoga class you can go on youtube and like start looking at breath work there's guided breath works on spotify there's all these different types of breath works do the breath work that works for you in the vessel i will be leading through a lot of breath work that i have learned especially when it comes to womb breathing as women movement right You knew that one was coming. You knew it. And whether it is working out, whether it's hiking, swimming, hitting a pillow, doing hit drills, lifting, yoga, whatever, combine movement with the intention of letting go. That is so beneficial and it doesn't have to take long at all. Why do I want you to look at your emotions and learn to be in relation to them rather than learning to control them? Rather than saying sorry every time the tears come and the lump in the throat surfaces when you're about to speak for what you really want 
I don't want you to not feel alive. It's the greatest gift that I think if there is anything that we could give our lineage is to live fully alive in these beautiful vessels, these beautiful divine vessels that we get to inhibit. Your body is truly a miracle. and We don't want to live in sick and pain and live long in sadness. We want to witness sadness that may come into our body but the euphoric, pleasurable life that exists within us is absolutely possible when we stop bottling up, shoving down, and suppressing all the hard shit. I invite you to do this work. And if you are in need of someone to do this with and you're like, oh, sis, I don't know where to start or like I'm doing this but nothing's going anywhere, I invite you back to the vessel. This is, this is why it's here and it's here for you and it's the most potent thing that I have ever created. It's done with so much love and if it is for you, no matter, you come in now, you come in later, you don't come in at, you don't come in at all. I'm here to serve you and I hope that today there was something that you got out of this episode. So all my love and I will talk to you next week.